Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 15, Chapter 174. Philip is ill again. In that same year, 1595, on the 30th of March, Philip was taken by a very severe fever, which began to be alarming. It was so severe that when Cardinal Agostino Valerio came to see him, he was unable to speak a word to him. The fever afflicted him throughout the whole of April. But because he was particularly eager to celebrate Mass on the Feast of the Holy Apostles Philip and James, whose proper day is the 1st of May, He implored the aid of those great apostles the day before their feast, and his prayers were answered. He got out of bed, celebrated Mass, gave the body of Christ to those present, and did all that with such agility that those who had been aware of his physical weakness were astonished. They considered that it was the Lord who had provided strength to Philip's heavenly soul, and in this they were right. For the next three days, he refrained from offering Mass, not so much because he wanted to pander to his physical weakness, but out of obedience to his physicians. In place of the sacrifice, he received Holy Communion every day with great love and devotion, not to be deprived of the benefit of that divine good on those days. After the three days, he felt better and the doctors agreed that he began to offer Mass again, which he did up to the 12th of May. On that day, he was unexpectedly attacked by a new illness. First thing in the morning, he suddenly vomited a great quantity of blood. I was there. And then lay back on his bed. He looked as if he were dying, hardly able to breathe, and very pale in the face. I called the doctors, and they took his pulse, examined the symptoms, and said that it was all over with him. We were afraid that he was going to die at once, so he was quickly anointed with holy oil by Cesare Baronio, while Cardinal Federico Borromeo was there and looking on. After the anointing, Philip began to open his eyes a little as his breath returned to him. When Cardinal Federico noticed this, he turned to Alessandro Illuminati, who was the holy man's usual medical attendant, and asked him to check his pulse and say whether he would be strong enough to receive the holy viaticum of Christ. They ascertained that he was, And so Cardinal Federico himself brought the most precious body of Christ. Cardinal Augustino Cusano, the rest of the fathers and brothers of the congregation, and a great many others were present. And we were all in tears at the thought of our great loss. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, 
ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. St. Philip Neri, choices of priests, flower of purity, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Why were they all in tears? Galonio himself has stated over and over again how holy he thought St. Philip was, comparing him to various saints. Galonio must have thought that St. Philip would go straight to heaven if he died. So why the great tears? Well, Galonio tells us. They were crying at the thought of our great loss. Our great loss. See, death is very terrible. Death, that effect of original sin, tears people away from us, from our visible, tangible contact with them. And here in the pilgrim church, the church on earth, the church militant, we are bereft of someone when someone dies. There is a place that that person had in the church on earth that's, that's missing now. And that's terrible. Those who lose a spouse that even after, especially after many, many years of a happy marriage, a successful marriage, often say that they never get over that loss. There was a man who just lost a wife after 60 years. And he said, 60 more years wouldn't have been enough. In other words, we are bonded to people in this life. We rely on people in this life, and that's good. And we cry because that reliance, that place that they had is taken from us. There's someone missing. So what are we to do? Well, we're supposed to do what St. Philip did, which is to rely on prayer. If God takes someone from us, it's so that we can rely more and more on him. That a place in our hearts can be kind of ripped open, expanded, so that he can fill more of that spot. That we can give our wounds, our, our loneliness, our emptiness, our pain to him. That we can seek more and more friendship with the Lord. And St. Philip prayed in today's reading. And he was given the strength to be able to say Mass, to get up and be his old self for the day of his name day, the feast of St. Philip, the Apostle Philip, which shows us that the church is not just the church militant, the church pilgrim church, the church on earth. The church includes the church in heaven, the church triumphant, the church in glory. It also includes the church suffering, church in purgatory. 
all three form one church together, even with the angels, one body in Christ. And besides prayer, where did St. Philip get his strength from? From the Holy Eucharist. He received Holy Communion each day with great love and devotion. And where else did he get his strength from? The sacrament of the anointing of the sick, holy oil. And who was he anointed by? Cesare Baronio, who was his confessor at the end of his life. So he got strength from confession. Holy Communion. Anointing of the sick. These are great strengths with confession for the end of our life. Just as our spiritual life begins with the waters of baptism, the anointing of confirmation, and the Holy Eucharist. That's what gives us the initiation to the Christian life, that lays the foundation of the Christian life. So at the end of our life, we are given a great strength, another threefold sacrament, not baptism, but the tears of confession. Not the anointing of confirmation, but the strengthening with holy oil, with the anointing of the sick, extreme unction. And not our first Holy Communion, but our last Holy Communion, viaticum. That's what we call the last rites. Those three great sacraments which fortify us to enter into eternal life. For this life is not all there is but the Lord has put us here. We don't know how long we have. We really don't know when he's going to call us home. St. Philip almost died here on May 12th, but he would live on for another two weeks, we'll see. But the Lord had his purposes. He had them all in that community gathered around Philip's bed on that day because they're going to see how he receives communion on that day. So let us ask St. Philip to pray for us tonight that we might die a holy death and that we might, with his grace, with his help, we might die with the sacraments. We might be fortified by the church. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.